0: Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the, the Real House Bears. Bears. Ew, is that like some kind of podcast? Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> Starting off with Brooks right away, huh? I feel like we end with Brooks all the time. I think we need to start with Brooks (laughs) on the second season of Salt Lake City! You guys, I've never been, I haven't been this excited since a year ago. One, two, three, SLC and me. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let's pray. We need to pray. And then I'm just going to insert the prayer there. Are you going to insert it? Are you going to insert it, like, hard? (laughs) I might not cut that out. I know. <laughs> okay. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, my God, we are coming to you humbly. Yes, my God, we want you to hear us. Show us that you are real in this 21st century. Bless all the people that want to know you are God. Yes, Amen. Amen. Oh my oh, gosh. Thank you, guys. you, Pastor Mary, for blessing this podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, that's all I have to say. <laughs> you guys, we have so much to talk about the Salt Lake City premiere. So our Beverly Hills listeners, we're not leaving you out. We're actually doing two episodes this week. I worked 11 hours today <laughs> on my second job. <laughs> And I am tired, but I am here for it. Honey, that's a workhorse. Yeah, we're, We've got so much to tell you guys about the Salt Lake City premiere that Listen, like, we're living on like adrenaline. It feels so good to be home. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Like but, being back with the Salt Lake City uh, girls. I love this. But our Beverly Hills listeners, this week... Two episode. Uh, we'll have another episode that will recap both last week of Beverly Hills and this week of Beverly Hills. Yes, we will because we still love our Beverly Hills ladies. But this is kind of like our season four premiere. It is. It is our season four. Wow. Yeah, I can feel your energy completely. Yeah, our season. We're, um, by the middle of this season, it's going to be one year. That we started our podcast. Yes, yes. So for those of you who haven't been around since the beginning, actually, Hunter and I were on our honeymoon in Cabo San Lucas. In November. Yes, and Housewives of Salt Lake City premiered right around my birthday when, while we were there. While we were there. Fact. And we were inspired to start a podcast. And if you guys have been with us since the beginning you can tell how much we've changed and grown up and learned and explored about each other (laughs) it's about learning and enjoying? That is a throw back. <laughs> I know. That is I almost a forgot throw all of it. <laughs> back. Holy cow. Those were your words. Well- so if you follow us on social media, which is, it, like, we're having a pretty decent social media following. We just need more listeners. <laughs> uh, we need more listeners, and we need more um... Nice written reviews and a five-star rating on Apple, which I said on the last podcast I needed to thank somebody for actually taking my notes, (laughs) listening to them, hearing them, making them go into their brain and out through their fingertips onto the keyboard. Thank you, Hannah181818, for giving us a nice comment. Finally, somebody listened to me. I didn't think it was particularly nice, but it's not... Untrue encouraging the world to get us out of the hot closet, and that's what she said get them out of the hot closet And then she wrote give them ads. I am ready to make my own money and not do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, thank you, hannah 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18. And for the rest of you million listeners, <laughs> I need you guys to go to Apple Podcasts and please give us a nice written review and a five-star rating, please. I love you so much. Thanks. I appreciate that. So, you guys, we don't have just the season one premiere to recap. We... are season two premiere to recap. I apologize. We have the season two premiere watch party to recap this is the super bowl guys if you guys were following our social media you knew exactly where we watched the season two premiere of the real housewives of salt lake city where it all went down (laughs) our car (laughs) was literally parked where their van was when they were getting ready to leave when jen shaw left and there's nothing more rewarding than that. Beauty Lab and Laser. Beauty Lab and Laser. With Heather Gay and Dre. Is it Robinson now? Yeah, Drether. We'll just Drether. We'll do Drether. <laughs> and then, as a special last minute surprise, Dre texts us and says, First of all, holy cow, it starts at seven, not at eight. So I need you to get here at seven. <laughs> and also, Jen Shaw's coming. Shaw amazing. Oh, and when we're saying that she's coming, she came in a nice little rented, well limo service? a limo service, it was a limo service And she looked... Whew, she looked so good. That blue and gold. I mean, we and- were all dressed like. I mean, Dre was like, "It's very casual," so we were dressed. And I casually. had just, I had just flown home that day from working to events, so I was tired. And I was like, "I just want to wear like flip flops and shorts and stuff." <laughs> and like Jen Shaw, she did not come. She casual. showed up at a floor length dress. She looked. It was a beautiful. It looked like a comfortable dress. It was but it was gorgeous. Gorgeous and blue, likely nice, very expensive. Blue. Yeah, it, was, it, it looked she, expensive. And she had like her, her hair, hair braided done. down the center, and, and, but the sides were down long. But she had like jewelry on in her hair. Yes, she, she was given and total it was, princess. It was all princess Jasmine, blue and gold. I love those two colors. She looked amazing, <sighs> and she, she was cracking so me up great. all night. And I love Genshaw, because every time I see her, she always says how hot I am and how <laughs> What's that to love about that? and how she like saves my pictures and she's like, you need to stop posting pictures like that because I'm like at home licking my phone. <laughs> <laughs> how many licks does it take? That made you an identity. It totally made it my totally night identity. because you know, Jen Shaw was I really liked Jen Shaw in the very like right away she was my favorite. well, of course Heather Gay was my favorite, but Jen Shaw Gave me something that I needed in my life. And in person, I can really understand this Jen juice. I am drunk on it. Because in person, she's a blast. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. And then, you know what? I love Heather Gay in white. She wore too. a white she dress. Wears, she wears white um, very well. She looks so with uh, for with her blonde hair and with her complexion, she looks so beautiful and white. And you know, oftentimes wearing white will make you look, uh, you know, bigger. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that to her. She no. wears an. I mean, it might might be that she knows how to dress f- uh, for her figure. But I, she looks so beautiful too with the She's pearl just thing. Gorgeous. Like it was really a really. They looked amazing. The rest of us were kind of scrubbing it out. We were and. I- the thing that i love the most about part of the drether is dre because she's wearing this like was it corduroy no was it? it was like it was like a ribbed cotton a ribbed cotton like tube dress with ch- with vans on checkered yeah. vans, I just love that. I love her so much. I can't handle it. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> She's her. She's my style. She. I have that style all the time. I like, know- Especially in high school, I was like that. Well, I know she filmed some scenes for this season, so I'm looking to see some uh, dry on the. On uh, the TV. Uh, so <laughs> yes, um, so it was. Oh, a- and they also they had like a ton of candy, popcorn. And popcorn totally ruined our diets. Listen, y'all, I posted on my personal social media, like, just last week about, oh, look how much weight I've lost. I can finally wear this outfit that I've never been able to wear before. Not And anymore. then I show up to the season two premiere at Beauty Lab. I eat an entire box of Reese's Pieces. I eat um, at least one Nerd's Rope, I know. I ate a Nerd's Rope, and I had half of Junior Mints, and I was going to go back for the Whoppers, but luckily they took the candy away at the end of the night. Good, because I'm always hungry. I know we both had popcorn. We both had, bag- I had two things of popcorn. <gasps> I didn't know that. Empty here. calories. <laughs> and then I also had like 18 red vines. <laughs> yes, <you did. laughs> So it was an awesome little party. It was quaint and fun. I We got to meet some new fo- like listeners. Oh, and you remember the fr- guy in season one, Jen Shaw's relative that was there that has the cane. That has the cane. He was, I can't remember oh, his name. Oh my gosh, how his did his I my blank on it? And he was so... So nice. She, he was he so was sweet. So nice. You and guys and he was dressed up very handsome. Yeah, too. he looked great. He well, looked gosh, great. Gosh, we dressed up so bad at that part. What is and, wrong with us? And Heather Gay's girls. Oh god, I love Heather Gay's girls. We got to meet the younger two uh, for the daughters for the first time. Yes. Got to meet Georgia, who gave me my favorite line. Sinners, <laughs> <laughs> and she came up with a hashtag for the night. Bravo at Beauty Lab. That's right. I thought that was brilliant, y'all. If you want to see more stuff, hashtag Bravo, Bravo at, at Beauty, Lab. Beauty Lab. And you know, I, we might have talked about Ashley Gay before on the podcast. We and have. I'm, she is so... Personable. Yeah. She's so easy to talk to. Yeah, she's like she's never not a stranger. Afraid. Yeah, yeah, she's not afraid to talk to anybody. Uh, she's a really great young adult, you know? Yeah, because a lot of times, like, people's kids and stuff, when they're around their parents' friends, they get kind of quiet and, like, I don't know, embarrassed almost. since they, like, smile uncomfortably, you know? But not, right. not, yeah, not her kids. Like, even none of her kids. Oh, no. They were the, having a blast there. Absolutely. She... Uh, it's, you got to be proud as a parent to have such great. And Ashley Gay is so pretty, it's hard to look at her sometimes. Yeah, she's just gorgeous. Um, but, and also, we talked to Jen Shaw a little bit and we said we need to have her on our podcast. And I hope I'm not jinxing anything. She said she'd be she here. She said she would be here. And she listen, said she's ready to dish. She's ready to dish. This looks like some real bullshit right now. <laughs> and y'all, I'm ready to eat. Right? I am (laughs) ready to eat. I'm all about the tenderloin. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. Yes. Um, You're like, I am just so... I want her just to be... Feeding me gossip and dish while she's like feeding. I'll, I'll feed her grapes, like yes. one at a time. I'll and, like, fan, fan, her. fan her. Oh, yeah. I'll fan her. You feed her grapes. She'll talk about stuff. I oh feed. my gosh, I can't wait. This podcast is going to be really amazing, y'all. So <laughs> should we should do, should we get into this right now? Do we I mean, do we talk enough about the party and I, ourselves? <laughs> I mean, it, it, there, and we'll be talking more about it throughout <laughs> the episode. So we should probably get into y'all. It. I hope you guys are excited as we are for Salt Lake City because it honestly feels like we're home. This is the yes. season that we started with the first season to start our podcast so you know we Corey has been a real housewives fan for decades i'm a new housewives fan but salt lake city is those are my people like absolutely that's our hometown like yes. we're very passionate about these ladies so this is gonna be a very fun season y'all Can't. we already have like a million sound bites from the first episode no <laughs> lie i have i got 28 episode sound bites from the first episode i counted today <laughs> I mean, at least 20 of them were, I love it, right? And I love that. Please <laughs> tell me that. And Diet yeah. Coke. <laughs> well, absolutely. I love a Diet Coke. <laughs> so, I think everyone, hopefully, has already seen the first two minutes of this episode before it ever premiered, because it was all over the internet. I mean, it was all over the internet. That's and all it was been talking the about. most intense two minutes of reality TV I've maybe ever seen. Mm. I mean, it will mostly be because, like, we've been getting... Kind of insider dish about everything that's going on in the retreat. Like little things, not major things, but we know because we don't want to ruin it for us either. Yeah, like, we don't we want, to want to be surprised. Seat, we, all, we always tell them, don't tell us anything that's going to ruin <sighs> But y'all. <sighs> So it starts off where they're just like setting up the cameras. Whitney's bringing on the shot ski. I'm, I want to zoom in and see if we could see our names on the shotski. <laughs> no, actually that was filmed before, I think. Oh, no. Oh, no, that was no, at the end of the it? season. It was like this yes, yes, that's so, right. Y'all, our names are on TV. <laughs> yes, our, we, when we were at Whitney and Justin's, we got to sign that shotski. Yes. Yer- was filmed I want to zoom in and see is. We're going to have to take some screenshots. Holy cow. I could really use a shot right now. Why does Heather Gay have a loaf of white bread that's what i what was she what were they planning to eat with a loaf of white bread why doesn't she have a loaf of bread i mean i guess you're right i guess it's for i mean they probably have like sliced meats i mean maybe i was like why is Heather kale? i don't know carbs are life y'all i I mean i am assuming it was for all of them but i was like are they making sandwiches on their way (laughs) you know i didn't even notice it at all and then jen gets a really jen and braids Yes, like, yes. The whole thing for me is like Jen and Braids. Jen and Braids, I know. So Jen and Braids gets a mysterious phone call. And instantly you know something's going on because she instantly turns to Whitney and he's like, unhook my mic, unhook my mic, I need what, you to unhook my what mic. What is that ever? I don't think that's ever happened. I think it has on different seasons. Well, they said said we want to talk off mic, but then then Nene kept her mic on. But have we ever seen a housewife with the cops going after her? Well, that's true. Listen, Jen Shaw is the next uh, Teresa Judice, man. She's like the queen of housewives right now. Yeah, it's a very different situation with Erica and Jen Shaw, too. It is. So much differently. Yeah, Yeah, it is a little bit more of a Teresa Judice ish type situation, it feels like. Yeah. So uh, Jen tells Jen and Braids <laughs> tells Heather <laughs> that she's got some bad news and she's gotta go. She's gotta go. And twelve minutes later, whoop whoop. <sniffs> Hel- was that a good helicopter sound? That was a great one. <laughs> that was a great... I knew exactly what you mean. Oh, good. Doing. Helicopters and sirens? Cops are like, where's Jen Shaw? So, I don't know if you've seen or, uh, seen or read that Whitney said, oh, we thought the Jen was sending strippers because there were different, like, military-type uniforms that didn't match. It's because it's like SWAT, re- regular police, and, like, <laughs> search. Please right, please. right. <laughs> but they thought that the Jen was sending strippers. <laughs> They're like, really? <laughs> they yeah. start trying to strip on him. And it shows them like going into Shaw Chalet 2.0 and searching the house. And then on their way to their trip, I think they're going to Colorado. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. But then, you know Whitney, she, if there's something to be stirred or to be dished, she's the first one to do it. And So Whitney <sighs> sees on her phone that Jen Shaw has been arrested for fraud and money laundering. I do. I do love that Heather's like, do you think Jen is on the run? What if I she's know. on the run, you guys? <laughs> and Lisa Barlow loses her shit. And there's a, re- and I think there's a big reason why that we know about. Just remember, you don't have to say everything you think. <laughs> We're going to have to save it for a little bit later when it starts to actually come on the episode. Absolutely. <laughs> and then it shows Jen coming out of the courthouse in her braids. Jen and braids. Jen and braids. <laughs> so yeah, the cops supposedly. <laughs> pulled I don't her dislike over. the braids at all. I don't. I'm just obsessed uh, with the braids. <laughs> so apparently, the cops pulled her over in the car on the on the freeway. That's what I've heard. On the but... way, probably back to her house or something. And they weren't sure at the time of filming if maybe a producer had actually gotten close to them and actually even got any of that on film. It doesn't seem as if I think we'd have uh, seen more of it by now already. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know, but. It's intense. It was very intense. So, the, but the the question now that everybody's saying in their heads is, who tipped off the feds? Was it Meredith? Was it Lisa? Couldn't have been. No. Okay. Listen, you guys think about this. Cops are not going to put a warrant out for somebody and then call their friend, their <laughs> the person's friends, and be like, "Hey, do you know where Jen Shaw is? We have like a police thing on Gunster." Yeah, and like. <laughs> When they go out first, when they have a warrant and search for you, they go to your home and your work at the same time. So they would have called the producers and the producers would have said, well, we're about to leave for this thing. And then Jen Shaw got a call saying that they're at her house. I've heard, and that's why she left. Yeah, I think that call might have been from Sharif. Yeah, I think that call was either from her son or it was somebody at the house saying, cops are here, that's why she left. I don't think... It, I hate to ruin this for everybody because I know it's going to be a storyline. I don't think anybody tipped off the police because it doesn't work that way. Well, <laughs> How it, would any of those other ladies know that she had any of these allegations against her before she even knew? Well, it leaves us guessing if Meredith was the one, now Meredith has since cleared it up that she was not the one. I mean, again, why would the police call Meredith <laughs> and be like, "Hey, do you know where?" Well, Jen no, shy's? it's like maybe Meredith. It's kind of like Teresa Judice thought that Caroline Manzo tipped off the feds about their situation. So they're thinking that maybe Meredith, they're insinuating that maybe Meredith tipped off the feds that Jen was crooked. But then again, how would Meredith know that much about Jen Shaw's business? It's all just about the suspension they're just trying to build. I know, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> just live in a fantasy. Live oh my, my gosh, fantasy. I think Meredith did it. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't trust human beings. And that is facts. I don't trust Human beings. And then we get the season two taglines. And this is maybe the first time ever that I thought every single housewife has a great Tagline. i know we have to pick our favorite one and i don't know if i could oh pick we a do favorite one well we oh. did last season remember we oh. picked heathers that's not fair i know and that's the thing is i'm having a hard time picking which one i like oh my god because you know whitney roses has beauties and beasts that's me and you i know and jen shaw's amazing i mean are you kidding me it's, that was so lisa, unexpected lisa barlow that's something i think i've said it's out personally <laughs> it's absolute gold even jenny I mean, Ginny's. I will say, is a little bit cliche, but you go first season. First season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the. You know what, Meredith? Meredith, I feel like kind of has been. No, 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 Meredith. Meredith I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Oh no! I'm choosing Mary's. Don't you dare, (laughs) Jen Shaw and Heather Gay are gonna come here. I know you. you guys. I'm not allowed to laugh at Mary. I'll talk about that later. But. um... It's just so funny. Okay. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is so and it's Mary Cosby. So sacrilegious. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, like I'm sending Jesus after you. Is Jesus like a mob boss? It's, is Jesus your mob boss? It's my favorite because it's the most ridiculous. It is insane. Well, I mean, but it speaks just to her. Like, so that's let's good. talk. Let's talk about each one very. Very briefly, because we got so much to cover. First is Jen Shaw's. The only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw amazing. I love. Like I don't. I, I was, when I heard it, I was like, yes, that's my favorite. I was so surprised. <laughs> I, I was know. so surprised. You know, Luann has started off with the only thing I'm guilty of, but being, and then she not even says Shaw amazing. She goes <laughs> Shaw amazing. No, I love it. And then next was Whitney. In a town of beauties and beasts, there is only one wild rose. Which I love too. And by the way, Beauty and the Beast. If I would have been, if I was Belle, I would have destroyed that flower the second I saw it. I'm like, oh, you're cursed like this. Unless it's flowered, doesn't. I know, keeping the beast forever. So you know. If you all follow us on social media, you know I call Hunter my beauty. And I call him my bear, but um, he but is my beast. Absolutely. So we 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 feel we are Bell and the Beast. Yeah. And we love Whitney on top of it Whitney. all. I love Whitney. So I love, I lo- and I love that she, you know, got the branding in there with Wild Rose. Oh, that's true. I'm going to have to say Whitney's might be my favorite because she has two things that I love in it, beauties and beasts. And she even throws in Wild Rose, which is her thing yeah her brand and we love her brand we use her products we use her products all the time y'all it's really good go get some wild rose beauty okay lisa barlow's could be my other favorite just because it's so wild this is lisa's you don't have to like me i love myself enough for the both of us (laughs) first of all she's like i love myself for the both of us (laughs) no you didn't (laughs) But it's so Lisa Barlow. It's very Lisa Barlow. Like, no one else... Like, she doesn't need anybody else to give her any kind of satisfaction or gratification. She is her own comedian. And, you know, but no one else could get away with that tagline, but she can. She can. She can get away with that tagline. And literally, if any other housewife said it, we would be like, what an arrogant... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But with Lisa Barlow, it's just so Lisa. That's on brand, too. That's what we love about Lisa, Uh, you know? And then our new girl, Jenny. I have plenty of everything, including opinions. You know, as I mentioned, it's a little bit cliche. But you know what? I think this is going to be on brand for her because in the commercials and previews, she's holding her own against all these ladies. Oh, she's got it. She, so, I'm, I'm not worried I, I'm, about I'm, her fitting in at all. She seems hilarious from this first season. I like her already. I like her already, yeah. Absolutely. Except for the the husband speaking part about speaking bad about her husband at that one point (laughs) that was a little bit nasty but (laughs) so the next is meredith i may be known for my ice but i always bring the heat Yes, bitch. You know how I love me some Meredith Marks. (laughs) I know. You have a thing for Meredith Marks. I I am oddly sexually attracted to her. I can't help it. If I wasn't already madly in love with Heather Gay and we weren't having a passionate love affair, then um, Meredith would be my side piece. Meredith, he's married. Don't worry, Seth. (laughs) I don't don't like women that way. Anyway, you just want to be their best friend. I I, yeah, (laughs) true. Play with their hair. I mean, I've even told go shopping with them. I mean, when we were on Drether's podcast, we talked. I talked back then about how sexy I thought Meredith was. I don't know what it is about her. I know, but she has a. I uh, you know, she gets to plug her jewelry line about being known for her ice. Oh, that's true. So I I think it's a great uh, tagline. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Here comes Mary. Mary. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. Hallelujah! <laughs> this praise Mary. I will send Jesus after you. I mean who sets? That's, that's also a threat. Using Jesus Ask the threat. I mean, what a great way to get people to come to your religion by scaring them to and to it. You know? And in this episode, she says she doesn't like human beings. Facts. True. It's like, true. but you have a congregation of people, you're trying to save people. People, <laughs> you guys, uh, Mary Cosby makes me laugh so hard, and through the whole entire premiere at Beauty Lab, I kept laughing. I can't, you know, I have a very loud laugh, and I can't hold it in sometimes. <laughs> you got in trouble. I got, I got <laughs> chastised by Heather Gay and Jen Shaw because um, Mary has not been nice. She has not. She has been a, a bitch. So I don't know if we'll talk about it today, but we'll be talking about it, I'm sure. And then we end up. With Queen Heather. I was raised a Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. You know what? If she didn't mention something about Mormon in her tagline, I might have been disappointed. I think that's true because it is her backstory and it's her journey through this season. Like, I think this is also why a lot of the gay people in like d- were drawn to her also in her storyline because she's having to overcome the stigmatism of others and a religion that is going against her own beliefs pretty much in most in a lot of ways and turn their back on them just like a lot of gay people's families have done to them. So it's this journey of her finding herself, finding out who she is outside of the thumb of religion, which is what a lot of gay men have to do. I don't think a lot of people understand. Like, Since we've moved here, we've met a lot of former Mormons, and these people don't recover quickly. No, it still affects their lives. They are deeply scarred by whatever it is that the church has made them feel or has maybe even done to them. Like the, uh, you know, I g- grew up in a, in a, you know, in the Bible Belt, so there is a lot of Christianity. Southern Baptist, all that kind of stuff, where life is church and religion s- similarly. But it's nothing like I've seen with my friends around here who are former practicing Mormons and how they're s- still dealing with... The recovery. The- yeah. So this I is, This is... I want to talk about this real quick. I know it comes up later in this episode, but I now we're talking about it. So when Heather Gay was called a good-time girl at, what was it, BYU? Mm -hmm. That's a Mormon university. Her whole life was based off of Mormonism. Do you see how judgmental families are if you go against the church? Do you think Heather would have fought her whole life to get into this college and follow all of her friends, her family probably, just to screw it up being a good time girl? Absolutely not. That would leave a horrible stigmatism on her and her family would be very upset with her. So I think this whole good time girl thing... I don't think Heather needs to apologize for anything. Lisa Barlow needs to apologize because she was trying to smear her name and now Lisa Barlow is getting upset because Heather Gay is smearing her name. Honey. Because Heather fought back. Because Heather fought back. Honey, you need to apologize for what you did, not make Heather apologize for her reaction to it. The person that's up is you. Amen. <laughs> By the way, Lisa, we'd love to have you on the podcast. I, I do love you, Lisa. <laughs> Honestly, I really do. But listen, we have to like we have to have scope to be, out this. You know, stream. we Heather can't. Heather told us we have to be honest about her too. So, if she and steps, we will if she's yeah. if she slips out of place. So trust. We, we, I mean, we obviously have favorites, but we won't play favorites. But Lisa Barlow, I really do love you, and I, I would love to meet you. Seriously. Oh my God, I love what she does for my television. I she's love such that. Good she's listen. Such she has given such good TV, and I no matter what we say about any of these women, we do respect them a lot. We absolutely do. Well, now that we're almost a half hour into... Y'all, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, we're so excited. Wow, there's a lie. We really, really are. I hope you're, I hope you're enjoying our excitement and are not annoyed by it, but now we're going to switch over, start the official episode two months earlier before than the general Jim arrest. And we start off with our beautiful city covered in snow snow. The temple before it was torn down. Like, they're doing major reconstruction on the yeah, temple right serious. now. And then we start off in Park City at the new Shaw Chalet. Uh, uh, Murillo, it looks like was his name. It, Jen's second assistant. He's chopping vegetables and garnishes for Lisa's Diet Coke. Everybody needs Diet Coke in their life. I, I know. He's like, those are for Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. And then Lisa comes... Elisa shows up. Jen's wearing a cute snake skin uh, jumpsuit. Amazing python jumpsuit. Honey. Uh, J- Jen thought it made her feel like a little Lisa Barlow-ish. I wonder if I'll fit in that. I wonder if she'll let me try. <laughs> She's too short. Way too short. I know short. my legs wouldn't fit in it. Yeah, but, damn. but you know what? I don't know if I would consider that a Lisa Barlow outfit. For thing, I didn't see Lisa Barlow in it. It's not a black or dark gray outfit and that's pretty much what she wears. Yeah, didn't she say she, dre- she dressed more New Yorker? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, We find out that the lease ran out of Shaw Chalet 1, and um, Jen and Sharif and family are now living in Shaw Chalet 2.0. And of course, hold on, Lisa starts this episode off the only way Lisa Barlow can start off an episode. She says, I love that. What, 15 times? It feels like I it. mean, it was amazing. It was like, oh, I'm home. I'm home. I love it. Thank you. Say, I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please, Lisa, stay in few more times. Please, say more time. it again. Lisa, let me record <laughs> every one of them. I love it. Oh, your hair looks so good, too. I love your new house. I love this. Dining room. I love it. It's the master bedroom. I love this. Jen. So, I love it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was a lovely uh, tour of Jeb's home, and the, Lisa I love really that the exercise it. room is now a closet. Uh, a I, serious closet. I need that kind of closet for my shoes. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, you know what? I don't know if I remembered that at the end of season one that Jen and Lisa were that close, but then when they show us flashbacks of like how they're saying, You threw Meredith under the bus for Jen Shaw I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I guess you're right. I just didn't it didn't dawn on me that much. And Jen confides in Lisa that she and Sharif almost divorced six months ago. I want. I want to. Know, I'm trying to think of like the timeline of when they started recording and six months before that, cause I wanted. I. Is it the ending of the first season it, premiere? I bet it was shortly after, because you know they only get like two months between the reunion and recording. That's yeah. So um, uh, so it could, and it was also during. It could have been very well when she was, you know, not working and staying at home. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so Sharif apparently was like, listen. I'm doing everything that I can to give you peace and life and to make up for whatever wrongs I may have done. And it's nothing seems to work. He, fe- he starts to feel like he's the reason why she's acting this way. And he gets to the point where he says... I just want you to be happy, and if I'm not the one that can do that, I want you to find somebody that can. And I bet there was also a little bit of a, and I'm sure as heck not going to put up with, with you bullshit. treating me like this. Yeah. I, mean, I just can't take it. <laughs> and listen, uh, she even says, Jen Shaw even says, it was because it came down to, well, all of my breakdowns all the time. Yeah, and I'm glad that she realizes that, because that's a good step to moving forward and healing herself yeah. after her father's passing. Well, you know, divorce is not okay in Mormon or Muslim. Well, mostly any religion. Right. <laughs> but there are couples therapy now, and I have to tell you, when I was sitting next to her the other night, she has the uh, screensaver on her phone is this gorgeous picture of Sharif and Reefy and Omar. Like, it's the most handsome picture. I couldn't get over it. It was so beautiful. You? I have a thing. For Reefy, yeah, boy. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know I want me some young tenders. So, But Jen seems more peaceful in this scene. Yeah, she really does. And she, wants- J- Jen, has faced what was hurting her so much, and now she's doing so much better by asking for help, which was really hard for her to do. Yeah, um, and you know what? That's a great first step. And she wants everything to be good in their friend group. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that Lisa said she would like to broker peace. I liked that verbiage. I don't know why. Yeah, because it it, it's they're not going to do it themselves. Yeah. So she wants to broker peace between Jen and Meredith. Good luck with that. Um, but mostly probably because she doesn't want to have to choose sides. Yeah. Now, but Lisa, and Lisa thinks that what, you know, there's no reason why she can't be friends with Jen when Meredith is friends with bad weather after all that bad weather did mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Here we and go, weather! And Whitney and, and Heather, bad you. weather, thank tornado. You. Spin the truth, destroy. So, you know, talking about your child is the same as telling you that you've lied no <laughs> Well, well according it's not to quite lisa... it's not quite equal well but i understand where lisa but is you going know, from. to meredith it is, to me it is <laughs> i to know me it <laughs> is meredith to me it is <laughs> when she said that i was like live in your fantasy girl that's your fantasy let everybody think of your fantasy <laughs> right right <laughs> So now we're going to switch over to Meredith's 2.0 home in Park City. Yeah, everyone's getting new homes. Where's our new home? I guess I need to be on the season. Well, what is in this new home is still that same dog that gets up on the furniture that you eat on. And will run out of the house if you open the door. Do you not have enough money to get an obedience trainer? And I might have heard that that dog is not clean. Yeah, steps in poop. I might have heard that that dog poops in the house and then steps on it and gets in the furniture. Like, I don't even get that. And you know, if you listen to season one, how I felt about it before I even knew about that. (laughs) And listen, I love dogs. I love dogs more than humans because I I, I don't trust human beings. That's a fact, (laughs) but I love dogs. That's why you love me. So I hate to talk ill of Teddy. He seems like a sweetheart. But we also don't like ill-trained dogs. I don't, don't like, poop like on eating their poop. No, I don't. <laughs> Especially if they're going to get on the dinner table. But he looks really cute in that, like blue version of Meredith's pink dress from <laughs> last year. Know. And Heather shows up. She literally was just skiing. And probably skied into her house, to be honest with no, you. No, you guys, like, literally, she told us that she was literally in Park City skiing. And production called her and was like, hey, you're in Park City? Go over to Madison Film. Yeah. No lie. Boom, listen to that. Where are you going to hear that on a podcast? Oh. <laughs> Tell your friends. She starts talking about... um. Meredith starts talking about Seth and about how his job is starting to have some more leeway, and he's actually basically 50-50 between Ohio and Salt Lake City now. And they're thrilled about that. They're very thrilled you about know, that. You know, not all relationships would be thrilled about that. Like, they would have liked like, more. But listen, seventy twenty is way better, is not as, is way worse than 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I'm very happy for them, because I hated seeing them going through their issues last year. Yeah. Or last season. Um, so, I'm glad they're doing a lot better. I will have to say, in the, Meredith's confessional, she's wearing, like, this leather-looking snakeskin dress that I don't like at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something nice about no, it. No, you know I love Meredith, and but it really, it makes her decolletage look flat. Like she doesn't even have, like she's completely flat-chested. <laughs> what? De- like she doesn't have cleavage. De- de- decolletage? Yes. Yeah, I don't know at. if I've ever heard that. You've I never... think I've heard decolletage before, but I thought that was like maybe a fancy bow tie or something. Hold on, we're Googling it. <laughs> a low neckline on a woman's dresser top. A woman's cleavage is revealed by a low neckline. See? I'm fancy. I know a lot of words. Eat caviar, bitch. I think I should know that since I am French. <laughs> I thought you were only French when we were covering Beverly Hills. What? Listen, it goes in and out. <laughs> um, so tonight is senior night at Ashley Gay's school, where they announce where the students are going to college. Oh, and, that's crazy. Like, they probably announce any kind of scholarships that they've earned and that type of thing. Oh, yeah, that's bet. true. Again, I can't say enough about enough great things about Heather Gay's girls. They're just really great. They're raised very well. All Mormons, as you just mentioned, want to go to BYU, um, but Heather wants Ashley to go wherever she wants to to go and actually earn the title of good a good time, time girl. girl. Yeah, have fun. Don't feel yeah. that's another, that's why I went back to the whole do you think Heather Gay would have ruined her opportunity to go to BYU and shame her family by being a good time girl at all? No, she didn't have any fun. She just studied. And you know what? Being a good time girl doesn't mean being, you know, a slut well when or she being li- a raging alcoholic. But when she says good time girl and lifts her shirt up, that's well, when, no, I'm that's saying when, when Heather Gay wants Ashley to earn the title. Oh yeah, it's good time. Yeah, it doesn't mean, mean, mean being a slut. I mean, no. I'm not slut shaming <laughs> by any means. If you want to be a slut, be a slut. Actually, be that, feel that, and wear the badge with honor. Uh, no, no room here at a dog safely. (laughs) Absolutely. But um, I think people give Heather Gay a hard time about saying that. I'm like, she's not encouraging her to go about me reckless. But you know what's funny about this scene? Is this is the first time I have seen on any housewife show where their kids are going to college and the parent is encouraging them to leave home. Encourage them (laughs) to leave. She's like, get out. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, all the other Housewives are like, no, I'm... They cry because they don't want them to go. What is the well, house going to be like? I mean, not that Heather won't sob when she leaves. I'm of course, sure, but, but she look, really this wants is the her- first one that she wants what's best for her daughter, not what's best Best for for her. her. Yeah, she really is like, I missed out on some things and I don't want you to. Amen. You know, that's a great place to stop. I believe we're getting ready to go over to Whitney and Justin's and I don't want to have to rush through that I know, because Justin has his shirt off in like half the episode. Well, let's take a break and get out of the hot closet. Yes, y'all. I hope you all are enjoying our episode and I hope you're enjoying our enthusiasm. This is going to be a long episode. y'all sorry about it see you in a bit <laughs> bye it's all downhill from here. <laughs> and we're back and we're still just as cracked out as and we were excited, and excited first... yeah i mean we like, took like a <laughs> 10 minute break and we're back in here <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> we, to get back we just had to refill our drinks but this is literally the most excited we've been in a very long time <laughs> So we are at Whitney and Justin's, who's having a hot tub party for the older, like Justin's children from a previous marriage. Not the older one, the, the, he's the middle aged. Well, the, uh, the three older. Siblings. Oh, the three older. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. So sorry. we've got uh, Trey. Trey who's 23. Every time I hear Trey, I just think of the Californians from SNL. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Trey, what are you doing here? <laughs> Did you take the 101 and get off on Melrose Drive? <laughs> Did you take Redwood Road to <laughs> On <down> Bankrater Highway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, who is 29. hmm And then McCade, who's the birthday boy. turning 26. Yes. McCade is a very... Utah name, I think, but I like it. I like it very much. McCade, you know what? I've heard McCade in Tennessee. Oh, have you? They Mm -hmm. just—they have very creative names around here. Very different spellings of of names. (laughs) And Whitney, at the time of filming, was thirty-four. Now she's thirty-five, just like me, Mm -hmm. y'all. We share the same birth year. What? What? Give us the crystals. Cleanse our chakras. Bring out the stage and sound the gong. So it seems like they're doing like 26 shots total, maybe, between everyone? You can't, oh, between everybody, possibly. I think that's what they were doing. You, you can't do 26 shots, you'll die. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if it's Patron. Um, and did we mention that our name was on that Shotsky? Yeah, yeah, you guys, our name, both of our names are on that ski that they're doing shots with. In case right you did Our names are on TV. <laughs> So Whitney shows them the new Wild Rose beauty marketing materials. And did you see that you get a glimpse of the cake? Completely untouched and beautiful sitting I did on the not counter. Notice, no, I did not during notice the scene, that. and I was like, "Oh my goodness, the what cake! cake. The cake's gorgeous with those long ass candles. It was pretty." So, if you listened to our interview with Whitney and Justin, you learned then that Whitney did have bad skin, mm-hmm. and nothing that a doctor could ever do or prescribe ever worked for her. So, she decided to find things at the grocery store, practically, that worked on her skin and made her own stuff. She literally, for years tested different products to see what would work best for her skin, and she has created an amazing beauty skin, layer, skin care line. These are natural. Like, we literally can't <laughs> say enough good things about it. We use it every day, and we really haven't made it, seen a noticeable difference. And I did a before and after, after using it for like a month or two. Like, off, like on the weekends, I wasn't able to use it a lot, but... You could visibly see my lines on my forehead have diminished a little bit. And my skin is so much even. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, my skin is so much even color. And then Wild Rose Beauty will be the same product, just rebranded. What, what, Wild Rose? (laughs) Whitney is ready to stop blowing Justin for that paycheck. (laughs) Amen, sister. That's why I started a part-time job, or second job. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) It's time for you to quit. (laughs) I didn't put that together. (laughs) Honey, you don't have to work. I know you love meat in Utah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Um, Unless in a blowjob, still a job. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, But they do a bunch of shots and then go out to the hot tub that's filled with bubbles. Could you imagine how... What a nightmare that was to clean up could you imagine what a nightmare would be for me and trying to keep my hands out of it true because I can't have my hands pruning. but the whole like backyard was filled with suds and then I mean you'd have to em- empty the hot tub and probably I mean I don't even know if that would be enough to get all the soap out of it I don't know what kind of I don't know what kind of soap it was I don't know if it was like hot tub bubbles that you can buy or I something maybe I don't know but I that don't know. look listen they had a phone party in their backyard. And right where... (laughs) They totally did. Right where McCade was sitting when she brings the cake out later, that's exactly where I was sitting when we went over to Whitney and Justin's house and hung out in the backyard. Y'all, that hot tub is massive. It's huge! It's it's the biggest hot tub I've ever seen in person. In person, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's huge. Their house is beautiful. It's like a 16-person hot tub. (laughs) So, Whitney... This is really... Maybe, it's definitely one of my favorite moments in all of it's Housewives It's probably the history. best 10 minutes of any season. It's like pure comedy. <laughs> it's pure comedy. Expe- so Whitney comes out with a platter hanging onto a platter with a cake on it and you know the silverware and plates that, yes. you could see that she's already barely able to hold it up because it's probably so heavy and it's sliding and she's not even close to sober and she's not <laughs> I was gonna say and she's not even close to walking straight yeah they've and been doing tequila a lot that cake slides off hits the wall and lands flat on its belly or right on its butt I guess yes oh And so I'm like, okay, okay, it's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not ruined. I mean, I'm, their floors are clean. Is that true. <laughs> okay, hold on. See, can still, <laughs> it just happen. So. She goes back down to pick this... She clumps this cake back up together. She gets all set up, stands up, and she starts to walk, but then she's like, oh, wait, the plates. We all were screaming, no, leave leave the the plates! plates! (laughs) Leave the plates! And, of course, she goes to reach for it, and it drops face first on the ground. Now it's... I don't know how you're going to salvage that. You're not. You can't. You're not. But she still manages pile this carcass of a cake with porcupine needles sticking out of it back out there to sing happy birthday. Lo and behold, she makes it all the way out there to McCade and drops it. it right on the floor, right next to him. Like this oh, she God. was the three stooges. She was the entire she three was stooges all right three there. Stooges. She was. She was all three stooges. I just love Whitney so much. She's just she, hilarious. I so, she's just she, such a goofball. She was on she's been um on YouTube with Trixie Mattel this week. I did, I saw that. I didn't get to watch it, but my friend Tyler, hi Tyler, he texted me, he was like, They Whitney seems like a really chill, easy person to be around. I'm like, she is, oh absolutely. And she's right. around our age, like not your age, our age. <gasps> it's It's rude, and it's selfish. Me and and Trixie's. By the way, Trixie says that I'm her um, Instagram crush, and if you want to Google it, Google it. It's on Wow, Watch What Happened. Or no, it's on World of Wonder, and it's an actual video of Who's Your Instagram Crush 2018? Well, it's too bad we're not doing a Repulse Drag Race recap episode. (laughs) Well, it's a shame we're not, because all we would do is talk about me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's move. Speaking of laughable, let's go to Faith Temple Church. That's a dig. Oh, oh, sorry, that was mean. But it was funny. I, yeah, was it funny of these? I, well, well I, I wrote, we open up to the haunted church of Mary Cosby. <laughs> well, it does look like everything's shrink Everything's gone and shrink-wrapped, and you can still hear the holy chants in the air. <laughs> and then Mary sits down and throws down the gauntlet. She says... Oh, the House Bears aren't the only Salt Lake City podcast. Uh-uh, honey. She says, I want to show them House Bears how a podcast is done. <laughs> and she brings in Sean and Lenny to help her out. Yeah, we ain't got nobody to help us. We're, uh-uh. we're in the freaking hot closet. We're not in a church. We're in a hot closet. Spending all night long editing here on my Mac by myself. <laughs> so, listen, Mary. <laughs> the, we, we will raise the gauntlet and yeah. I don't know I don't know Mary's got Jesus on her side well she doesn't even know how to th- the name of her podcast she's like welcome to Mary's Podcast <laughs> Mary's <laughs> Podcast with Mary Cosby Talking Facts with Mary Cosby <laughs> this is called Who Can Follow <laughs> The Facts of Life with Mary Cosby <laughs> <laughs> um, but before she gets into the podcast we find out that Robert Sr. has spent this ent- the entire pandemic in Florida um yeah At one of her many homes. (laughs) One of her many homes. Not her favorite one. Mm -mm. Her favorite one was in Vegas, wasn't it? I don't know. Jesus. This is one of my favorite homes. Uh, We do get a glance into Mary's closet of chaos. Okay, so what's funny about this part is Dre, when we're watching this, Dre's like, what do you think about Mary's, Like clothing choices. I was like, oh, girl, she runs, does a dive in there, rolls around once, rolls around twice, rolls around three more times, stands up, grabs three more accessories, throws them on, and then leaves the room. (laughs) And then during Watch What Happens Live, Whitney or Heather Gay says, oh, girl, she's like a tornado. She goes in there and spins around. No day drive. (laughs) So good. But Mary was so lonely during COVID, she was talking to the mannequins. Wait, 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 wait. Girl, can't you talk to God? He's not talking back to her. He yeah. does, he's not as strong as me. <gasps> <laughs> and her son doesn't want to talk to. Oh, me you know what? She was talking to God. She was talking to herself. I oh, forgot. oh yeah, right. Oh, I don't think God's listening. Well, I'm not listening to her podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I won't miss an episode of Live Love Lab, but I'll be damned if I'm going to listen to Talking Facts with Mary Cosby. And if I go onto Apple Podcasts and she, she see that she has more likes and more <laughs> reviews and five gold stars, I'm going to flip. You guys, it's going to be ugly. Don't let it happen. Do I understand it? No. Does it irritate me? Of course. (laughs) So one of them, I don't know which gentleman leads into a very very heated prayer. I mean, he's getting into it. Like he's getting into it. Let's pray. Let us pray. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now we come before you to do your will bless this podcast bless our beautiful first lady and lord in the name of jesus let all flesh be silent your spirit let it rise and let it be what you call us to be in jesus name but before he can even finish an amen mary stops his prayer are you kidding me i've never (laughs) seen that before and she goes, huh. how She's do like, you tell someone they're not praying right? <laughs> and she says, let me show you how to do it. She's like, it doesn't have to be all, uh, uh, all that and stuff. But then when Mary starts doing her prayer, she starts weeping in the middle of it. Like, girl, you're doing the same thing. I, well, I'm just, again, I just keep going back to how do you tell someone they're not praying Listen, right? Listen, Mary is not a... A nice a, a nice person. A nice person. I. Uh, so, um, I, I, I'm not surprised by it, but I was still shocked by it because it's still hard to hear. Like, listen, no, you're not doing good. You need to listen to how I pray. Right? Like is somebody else's prayers, not good. Like that's very insulting Absolutely. Well, to I somebody. Mean, she is insulting. You know, I, I don't, I hope I'm okay. I hope I'm allowed to say this. Uh, please forgive me, Heather Gay, if I'm not. But Mary Cosby told Heather that she can't get a man cause she looks like a man. Like that's mean. Listen. That's mean. I remember reading the Bible how nasty and judgmental Jesus was. Right. I mean, he was very rude to people all the time. I mean, I think he went over to Mary Magdalene and was like, whore. Being a first lady, you lead by example. Listen, you, uh, <laughs> it's mean. And, you know, you just can't come after my girl, Heather Gay, anyway. And I'm, I'm going to get upset about it. But that's just mean. You can't go after, pe- you don't go it's after it. It's mean-spirited to go after somebody's looks. Mary, if we wanted to go after your looks, girl. And Heather Kay is Oh, glu- uh, we do glu- glu- go after gorgeous. her looks all the time. Well, her clothes, very not her close. physical appearance. Well, you want us to go about your physical appearance, girl? You got juice on your side? Mm, let's do this. We are rival podcasts now, Mary. Yeah. So all that's- no holds barred, Mary. Well, so Mary says she was having a very hard time with COVID. Mary, how do you get those strong? But you want to know why she was having a hard time with COVID? Because she couldn't go to church and pass around the offering plate. Ooh, I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say she's not getting her weekly dose of praise and appreciation every week from the congregation. I think it's a combo of the two. Probably. A combo, a combo, but, you because know, she's already not wanting to take care of her own son. Yeah, well, he doesn't <laughs> want to be around her. <laughs> well, the, here's the most important question that I have, though. How do I get a print of Dr. Rosemary Cosby and Jesus art. How do I get that in my home? But listen, those editors, those Bravo editors, are a little shady because they when they show that picture, they say Dr. Mary Crosby. They wait a couple seconds and then they fade in, and Jesus. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Literally, you guys, go back and watch it. Oh they wait god. to add Jesus' name to that Oh my god, picture. that is so funny. But yeah, I agree. I think that needs to be up in our home. I think that needs to be available everywhere, anywhere you can purchase art. It needs to be on a billboard. It needs to be in the um, MoMA. <gasps> yes! Oh my gosh! <laughs> did you just get chills? I did. That was amazing. <laughs> so the topic of today's podcast is the children and how they're failing being they, a, a, a children of Christ. You know, they get lost in the access, access to, to money, money, access to the internet. I'm like, um, Mary, didn't your son have access to money to buy an expensive purse? For his I wrote that exact same season? thing. I and also, honey, the internet, don't you have to post your counts on the internet? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But what she's really <laughs> mostly concerned about, what you just mentioned a minute ago, is she really just wants Robert Jr. to have stability, because she ain't taking care of him his whole life. I understand that stuff. understand that from any other housewife saying it, but when I hear it from Mary, it's not okay. It's, her, it's the tone. It's it the, is. Yeah. I mean, because- It's like, know- she's like, I'm wasting my money on my child. He needs to take care yeah. of himself, because that's what she I did want- as- his, at his she age. She don't want to lose her money. Yeah, she's just... I mean, I, I you know, most parents will say, my job is to raise them so that they can leave the house. Yeah. her job, her thing she's is... She's like, I, I gave birth to him. so I don't have to pay for him no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary asked her co-host if they've ever done drugs. And it's a really fun, kind of spirited conversation it's about weird weed and blunts. It was weird. But that's where I was really laughing. Like, I was cracking up because Mary's talking about smoking blunts. But the thing about it is, she asks them a question, and he starts to talk, and he says, Well, you know, marijuana. And then he says, He starts to say more things, and she goes, Oh, I've done marijuana. Marijuana, 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 marijuana. And she just carries, she takes over the whole conversation. Nobody's Well, it's her podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. I forgot, you guys. They are only there to press buttons and occasionally <laughs> help her out. Um, Mary, as a kid, never fit in. She was never liked. She what? was never loved by a human like she is experienced by the love of Christ. Isn't Christ human? Well, he was human, uh, but Holy Spirit isn't he now? maybe? I don't know. But that's why she doesn't trust human beings. Facts. She says these are facts. You know. No. <laughs> Mary, I mean, y'all, I can't handle this. I mean, it's too good. And and does she good. does she mean human beings or does she mean like black youth? Oh, the shade is cool here in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> is it winter already? <laughs> you do come across as snobby. And you do come across, you have a stick up your butt. Oh. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was fun. Let's go uh, meet the new girl. Yes, let's go meet the new girl. The Barlows are over at Jenny's house. (laughs) I love that Carlin, Jenny's daughter, is just sitting at the piano, just playing scales and playing some chord progressions that every beginner piano player learns. And Lisa's like, oh my God, she's so good. (laughs) <laughs> you can't say that. You can't? I wouldn't hear like Lisa Barlow and Luanne Seps do a duet. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Lisa's like, she's like, oh, my God, she's playing Rachmaninoff. And I'm like, honey, she's just playing scales. It's okay. But, dang, way to play into the Asian stereotype. Right? That's awesome. But, listen, I wish we That's had that stereotype. Asian, not Asian. <laughs> We're Asian, not Asian. <laughs> That was, that girl was on it. She is on it. Well, listen, I wish our, I wish I had that kind of stereotype of being like school smart. And talented. And talented. And and, like instrument yeah. and like well-versed in yeah, languages that and would stuff. Be I,
1: I <laughs> would like that. I would yeah. be
0: a total disgrace to my family because I don't know how to do any of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Jenny has a gorgeous family. Very gorgeous. Her, I love her son, Atlas. I love the Listen, name that Atlas. Listen, that name, Atlas. That's a Holy great name. Holy crap, I love that name. Yeah, and he looks just like his dad, who I think is quite handsome, very as handsome, a matter yes. of fact. But Jenny tells us that when she met him, she thought his body was a 10, but his face was a 3. Ouch. She has since tweeted that she has apologized to him. (laughs) I do love that uh, Vita Tequila is sitting on the table. Well, absolutely. (laughs) And then um, we learn Jenny's immigration story, which... From Vietnam. Completely fascinating. She's 43 slash 45. Every single season of Real Housewives lately has thrown in so much culture. Salt Lake City has the most multicultural cast of them all. And religions. I, I mean, mean it's we have Caucasians, that. we have African-Americans, we've got Asians, Tongans. we've got Tongans. Like, it's the most culturally diverse cast, even since season one. It oh, was the yeah. most culturally diverse uh, cast. 100%. And now we've um, added some Vietnam in there. Oh, and during her, during Jenny's journey, she was captured by, I, I don't know. Pirates. What, pirates, Literally yeah. pirates, And yes. sent to a refugee camp, yes. but then was sponsored by a Christian church, and then that's how they ended up getting to Long Beach, California. Yes. it right? was it Long Beach? Um, that's crazy but you know what that's why you work really hard when you come from something like that and you come to this it sounds so stupid, land of opportunity. <laughs> but it's true. Like, they made a name for themselves. Yes. They, they worked hard, and look at how hard those kids are working. Bravo, Jenny. Good for you. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> she can, I, I, like, everyone has to talk about their religion on this show. Again, it's that so doesn't w- happen on any, any other, other ones? city. Uh, um, but they, she has since converted to Catholicism after meeting Dewey, mm-hmm. the chiropractor. Um, and they go downstairs to give Jack and an And you adjustment. know what? My dad was a chiropractor. He... I didn't see that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, around here, I'm like... Well, granted, he was in Tennessee, but I kn- he was a chiropractor, but... Uh, that whole time he was like adjusting him and stuff I got a bunch of childhood memories of getting adjusted by my dad all the time Uh, well I had PTSD from it a bit myself because my mom used to send me to the chiropractor like monthly oh I love the chiropractor it was when I was a little well you grew up with it but when I was a little kid it was scary because things were popping and it hurt oh well my dad also did kinesiology on me and I would cry during the whole time that that sucked sounds lovely it was great (laughs) Um, Jack got a new fancy car and Lisa said he he has to work he not only got a new fancy car He got a new voice. I am Jack. Jack literally found puberty. He dropped like six octaves. He absolutely did. You like how I said that? Octaves. You did like that music stuff. But Lisa said that Jack is working. I'm like, what is he doing? Posting pictures for Fresh Wolf on Instagram that his mom is making him take and stuff. I'm like, I don't know how Jack is working, but Mm -hmm. okay. But you know what? Like at 16, you could do odd. Like at 16, I was working um, under the table construction work. So, I mean, there's some... Jack's working for Fresh Wolf by taking pictures <laughs> from Instagram. Okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even try. Okay. Don't even try. Yeah, we, all truth, yeah. <laughs> we all know the truth, yeah. Oh. We all know the truth. So, uh, moving over to Sha Sha at 2.0 again, we finally get to meet the origin of the hospital smell story from season one. We get to finally meet Auntie, Aunt, Auntie Nani. Aunt Nani. Aunt Nani. Um, with her bionic legs. And uh, uh, I, liked that she, I liked it that Jen was lighthearted about it. Because yeah. you kind of have to be like, yeah. in, my mom was a nurse. She worked in ICU a lot. You kind of have to have a sick sense of humor to be able to get through uh, those oh, kind of things. So um, I loved that. Um, At the premiere, Jen did stand up and tell everyone that Auntie Nani had just passed away like a month and a half ago. And yeah. then she tweeted about it afterwards. So if we can, so, just give a moment of silence for just a second for Aunt Nani. Rest in peace. We do have to say what Aunt Nani smells like now. Uh, well, Girl, would... she not only looks expensive, she smells expensive. She smells like expensive she Louis Vuitton like perfume. She smells like expensive Louis Vuitton She smells like expensive, not expensive, expensive Louis Vuitton perfume. I yes. love that. <laughs> uh, so, Reefy. My boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. Is turning 27. <laughs> Thank God he's 27. Oh, I told Jen how hot I thought he was. I, I know. And I was like, isn't he a kid? You're like, he's like 27. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, and they want to talk about how awesome Omar was. I was like, wait, Omar's only 15. I don't want to talk about him right now. <laughs> when he's 18, we can talk about Omar. When Jen Shaw had to do the math and then prove it to the camera of that she got it right of like her son's <laughs> age, that is such a my mom thing, except for my mom would be like, 27, 30, 30. 33. I don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, my dad, I'm sure, has no idea. Oh, your dad him. has no clue. <laughs> um, but they have a really sweet family moment. We meet Jen Shaw's mother mm-hmm. and uh, other family members, and they're like, So, do you want a stripper for your party? <laughs> She's like, Oh, I She's don't. like, Well, I don't know. I... Depends on how old <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> I love what coach Reed. She needs those young tenders. <laughs> you know, I want me some young tenders. <laughs> I love you, Sheree. Uh... All right, and so, oh my gosh, we're already to the end of the episode. hey we're oh, not, thank doing, God. We're too not bad. doing too bad. Y'all. We didn't do too bad. So we've got Whitney, we got bad weather, yes, Meredith, and Mary at the Boneyard Saloon. I want to go there in that little igloo room. That's adorable. It is. Mary is already complaining about the chair. Oh, she she like, just can't handle mm. being uncomfortable or inconvenience in any kind of way. I have to say, again, Meredith struck coal for me with this striped outfit. I didn't love it. Oh, really? I didn't love it. She, there's two... Now, I like her pink outfit... She struck coal. You know, coal does turn into diamonds. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know what? Then <laughs> let's compress that ugly suit and maybe see if we can turn it into a diamond. Pressure! <laughs> I mean, it wasn't ugly. I just didn't love it. I just okay. didn't love it. <laughs> uh, but what I did love is Heather be like, let me order, you skinny bitches. Yeah, just Heather's not afraid to order some food. Mm-hmm. Meredith mm-hmm. is going to share a leaf of lettuce with Mary. Like, was, we can't do this. Heather was so embarrassed that she was eating that hollow bread on Watch What Happens Live. And like, And then the next day... Everyone's tweeting like, I wish that I could be Heather Gay and eat carbs on TV and not give a F. I mean seriously uh, though. Like you, people love it. I loved it. Absolutely. And the and the fact that she answered the question with huge chunks in her cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this is live, right? <laughs> and I love the fact that her blouse became unbuttoned. We gotta see a little bit of bra flashing in there. Yes, I girl. We find out right away that Meredith's father has passed away, and this is very sad. This is—he had well, dementia. At she the end. said she lost him emotionally a long time ago, but now that he's gone physically, it's a new loss. Yes, and I can—I don't know how to understand that because it hasn't happened to me, but I can understand it. You know? Well, you know, you and your father were um, estranged. Yeah, and so you had to deal with well, that well, that's true. In a and plus, when I way. went to go finally see him, he didn't remember a lot of things about me. Or so you've or, actually had a very that's similar true, I guess. situation. I, you know what? That's really weird. I feel really, really, really connected to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because so many of their fathers passed away the same year my father passed away. Like in, but be- my father was right in between Jen Shaw's and Heather Heather's. Gay's. So like, we all are having to go through this next year of going through first. holidays of firsts. And so I it made me want to cry watching this a couple times because they keep talking about people's fathers passing away. And absolutely, I mean, it's yeah. going to be the second year in January for me. It's still very fresh. yeah. But all the stuff that they're having to go through in their head, like it's making me go through to get in my head, and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I will say, though, Meredith looks beautiful in the confessional where she's crying. She looks beautiful there. <laughs> I think she might be wearing a, like a pink dress in that one. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm obsessed with all of Mary's prayers. She does a nice prayer over the lunch, but she really prays over Meredith. I cannot look it at was actually It was actually a lovely prayer, but Whitney was cracking up. I know you could see Whitney laughing, like trying to hold it in if the you whole were time. Across, if you were across the table from Whitney, you two would have been laughing. Oh my, God. Have, oh my God. I would have, would have been like ha- shaking her hand, and be like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> um, and then we find out that heather has not spoken to lisa or jen since the reunion and again that was like two months plus yeah but you know jen shaw and heather gay are friends now obviously and it's funny though because they showed that jen shaw shared a post of heather gay being accused of racism or something like that oh i got and so and she mad. shared it and Ooh. i got mad too and but Gensha stood up at the at the party and was like You guys I only do that because I needed her attention. <laughs> and that's so a one way I know how to get her attention. I was just like, that is so mean. But girl, I understand you, Jen Shaw. I mean, I wrote down, Jen has been a social media monster, but Heather just can't shake her. No. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, you when know what, you, meet Jen her, Shah, I you I get it. I get it. it too. She has a very strong friendship. Yeah, um, Heather recognizes that she needs to apologize to Lisa, which you clearly—I've already cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> but really, the rest of it—the rest of the episode—just goes to everyone's, like, literally everyone at the table's problems with Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Jen has been kind of homophobic about Brooks. But here's the deal: Brooks has never come out of the closet. Yeah, we have found that out. He has never come out of the closet, and it's no one's responsibility to drag him out of the closet. No, and no matter how you might feel about brooks's disposition in life that's just not okay i mean i i don't know maybe i have i mean i'm sure i know that i assumed he was homosexual and honey he is Well, (laughs) please are you kidding me that's like offensive (laughs) well it's not for us to say but it's not for us For to gay men, we could automatically tell when somebody else is gay and hiding it because we did that for so long. True. true. Um, but if he's not ready to come out, that's totally fine, Brooks. But if you're going to go on TV and represent yourself on TV multiple times, you're going to have to deal with what people think of you. Because, honey, that's what the show is about. Well, the problem, though, is what Jen Shaw is perpetuating. That's the Retweeting problem. Retweeting that he's just a snobby little... The, homo. I think, the Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I no, mean, if you were just... his mother, you would be very upset. Oh, I would about be it. very upset. But if I was his mother, I would not let him be on the show oh. and represent himself and his line. Oh, Maybe I would. you should not do that because if you do that, he's going to get raked over the coals. Have but, you never the seen problem, the show? But the problem is not about what social media is saying, the problem is about Jen Shaw's reaction to what social media is saying. <sighs> That doesn't mean anything. That's the still, the social media is the first step. I know, but Meredith is upset that her friend or a castmate is reposting, is it. retweeting it and bring more attention to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Okay, fair. that's fair. I get that. I think that's fair. But then fair. again, honey, if you don't want that to happen to your son, you should not let him be on the second season. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of on Team Meredith with this one, even though. I don't know. Brooks is old enough to make his own choices in life, and he chose to be on the show. Well, I mean, even Heather Gay said on Which One Happens Live: if Jen Shaw did that about her daughters, Heather would not be friends with her anymore. But then again, you've seen her sister, her daughters on the show, and they've been pleasantly sweet and happy. Listen, But again, it's not about what social media is saying. If a duck quacks, it's a duck. But but again, it's not about what social media is saying. It's It's about about what Jen Shaw is bringing attention to. I understand that. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. But, you know, Whitney is the best. She, like, she is the official pot stirrer. She is. She She's like, and just like what I asked you, you know, like, how would Lisa feel if Jen was, you know, retweeting and saying things about, about Jack and Henry? And then and, you went and became their best supporter, yeah. you know? It's true. Yeah, so um, it really does, I mean, again, Lisa really feels like she's been treated so horribly by bad weather when i don't really think it does compare to jen Schaub bringing national attention to some poor tweets about her son you know i just don't think it's equal and i don't think anyone else thinks it's equal other than lisa either yeah if you want to keep coming for me come for me back to (laughs) then we get to finish up the episode with lisa and meredith trying to come to some sort of agreement about this. We're having a Shabbat dinner. I'm having a little bit of a very different Shabbat dinner than the New York City Shabbat dinner. They very had. different. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, uh, Brooks is struggling with making the hollow bread. <laughs> He's having tr- troubles just braiding it. Hollow... <laughs> I want some holla. Holla. Um <laughs> I do want to try some. I mean, it looks like it might be good. I mean, Heather Gay really liked yeah, it. Yeah, it seems it is. Um, Meredith's family is not super religious, but there's some comfort in like the ceremony and the tradition of this while she's going through a time where it's she just needs like it's like, like when Christmas is around, you go through Christmas. Yeah, and you know sometimes. Faith is really just about having something to believe in. So, just believing that there's something helping you get through this difficult time in your life gives you peace and amen. Like, I understand that completely. When the Barlows show up, there were some flowers at the door, which so happened to be flowers from, from Heather Gay. Gay. It wasn't, didn't show that on TV, but those were literally flowers that Heather had sent her, um, as for condolences. Lisa calls herself a practicing Mormon, and the whole entire beauty lab started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) She practices the parts that she likes. God will never care that I own a tequila company. You know what? That's. I mean, I totally get it. Uh, You know what I do? We practice Christianity, I guess. Well, or just—I don't know if it's just so much Christianity. It's just. Well, I, I do... Something practice, out there. I do personally, but it means something very differently than it did... You know, when, when I was a, a kid, kid, church was just all about rules, and religion and Christianity was just all about and, rules. And how you can't be gay. And then <laughs> when I became an adult, I realized that it, it's all about the golden rule. It's, Being I, a good human. Yeah, that's the main that's thing what of it's any about. Any of these stories are teaching you to mor- be a good human. Having a moral compass that drives you to be good to your fellow man. Treating others with respect and kindness no matter who they are. And that's what I believe Lisa thinks she does. I believe that too. I think that I think she does as well. Um I think that Lisa is able to maybe not forgive and forget so easily, but she is able to forgive and move on. I mean if if I mean if she can become friends with Jen Shaw after that crazy Vegas episode last season. And I just don't know why, I don't know why she can't be friends with Heather Gay. Well, they are, currently. Oh, good. She said on Watch What Happens Live that their relationship is sunny, but with Lisa there's always a chance of shade. (laughs) 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 I love that. The rest of Meredith's family come upstairs, and then Meredith and Lisa move over to the couch to have a moment alone while Teddy is being a monster. And by the way, during this time where they're on the couch alone, you can see henry in the background with his camera like his phone he just keeps on doing this towards their area i saw someone tweeting about that just before we recorded this yeah that's all i that's all i could focus i didn't notice on. that it's it so was throughout the thing. whole thing that's so funny those things that you notice meredith tells lisa immediately that heather has a desire to apologize to her yeah without even her bringing it up and then, really, the rest of the episode, I mean, I have some specific notes about this, but really the uh, rest of the episode is Lisa saying, So if Jen Shaw were to apologize, would you accept it? And then Meredith just constantly talking over saying, I'm not taking it from Jen Shaw. I'm not taking finger waving from Jen Shaw. I'm taking, not taking cussing and name calling. No more screaming. That, I mean, she just, she doesn't ever even answer the question. Which I do love at the end of the episode during the previews of the future season. It, it is- all it shows is Jen Shaw cussing, yelling, and pointing and getting <laughs> exactly, in her face. Exactly. And then again, Lisa's like, well, Meredith, to me, is the same. What, what Bad Weather did to me is the same. And M- Meredith's like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same at all. <laughs> uh, so, and Lisa kind of defends, like, well, maybe when Brooks said he saw her vagina, that maybe Jen got into defense mode. Mm-hmm. But, again, you get. I know, she's trying to make light of everything and stuff, but honestly, she's with these, trying. With she's these trying. shows, you guys gotta forgive and forget, because you guys work together. Yeah, and Meredith said, she's like, we've talked about this over and over again, I even offered to show Lisa the screenshots, mm-hmm. and Lisa just didn't want to see them. Lisa's just so desperate to get the group back together, because she doesn't want to also create friction between her and Meredith's relationship. Right, right. We end up with a lovely... Um, Shabbat dedication to Meredith's father. Yes, um, and then they do their Jewish recitation, and the Mormon boys are freaked out.
1: Did you
0: notice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they like, especially Henry's, like, "Ooh, what is, that? What's that? is yeah. this from the devil? Is this a curse?" <laughs> <laughs> that's too and then we get to see the upcoming season highlights that look. Uh, but, uh- by the way, Brooks cheered with an empty wine glass at the end, and we can't—you're not allowed. You to know what? Around. I did notice that. I did notice that, but I didn't write it down. That's funny that you said that. Bad, bad it. luck, y'all. Don't. in a, And it's an empty wine glass. It's not just a glass. It's a wine glass. <laughs> well, he's gonna be whining about it all night. <laughs> 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 and Hunter will be whining if you don't leave reviews, but we'll let him get to that in just a second. In the <sighs> meantime, follow us on our social media. You guys, I just have to say, this was one of the most fun, like, hours. Hour <laughs> <having> <laughs> my- we had a lot of fun with this episode. But anyway, ch- follow us on our social media on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at TheRealHouseBears at gmail.com. You guys can also find us on YouTube. And you guys can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts. But again, please, <laughs> please go the to love a- God, please. Or I'll send Jesus after you. He will. He you will. need to go to Apple podcast as soon as I'm done with this sentence and go like our podcast, go review it, give us a nice written review and give us a five star rating because honey, we need it. Thank you all so much for indulging in our hysteria today. Oh, we've been really excited to have uh, Salt Lake City back home. <sighs> it really does feel we're, we're glad to have our ladies back. Thank you all so, from, so much for listening. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> Sound check, sound checking. We're back home. One, two, three. SLC. Yes. Oh, I like that. I just came up with that. One, two, three. Three, SLC. I love that. That's almost as good as rural, rural juror, rural juror, (laughs) rural juror.